everyone! Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, we've been having a little bit of a marathon recording weekend uh, <laughs> because I am leaving on vacation tomorrow. So we did a bonus episode Friday night and we're doing this episode Sunday afternoon and another episode tomorrow morning. So we're doing great. Yeah, we're we're doing we're doing great. We're getting them out there. Um this week I wanted to so my first well, I was thinking for a little bit that I kind of wanted to do an episode on the new oh, I adjusted my microphone, but I didn't accidentally <laughs> yank the cord out of it. So, it's fine. It just made kind of a noise. Better than the bonus episode. All right. Better than the bonus episode. That was that was late night drunk Olivia. So, <laughs> look forward I'm not responsible to that. For her actions. <laughs> um, yeah, subscribe to the Patreon. Anyways, um I wanted to do an episode on the Newsboy Legion since versions of them are in uh the Superman anime. <laughs> Um, and I was like, oh my god, the Newsboy Legion. I don't think there's enough about the Newsboy Legion to do a full episode, which is a shame. Um, I want to see, once, I'm, I'm catching up with Superman anime now, which is part of, I was like, a couple minutes late to recording because I was watching Superman anime, and then I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh no, it's time. Podcast. It's time. Um... So once I do that, I kind of want to see if there are other characters who are in there who we haven't done yet. Um, Because, good God, that show is good. Um, I need to catch up on it. Oh, it's so good. I still have only seen the first episode. I am. (laughs) I'm simply bad at watching things. I, I also am. This is like... It was really miraculous for me that I was, like, five episodes behind and not, like, three seasons behind. I'm just surprised that one. I'm keeping up on Dimension 20 Mentopolis. Like, <laughs> Wait, are you, are you watching? I can't believe we haven't talked about it. Okay, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. We can't. <laughs> um, later. I later, can guess who your favorite is. <laughs> okay. The problem is, (laughs) like, my favorite is, like, super obvious, but there are at least three characters who, in any other context, would be my favorite in that setting. Yes. It's... The problem is, there's one. (laughs) It's very good. It's very good. Anyways, sorry. Sorry. Um, yes, so, want to see who else we can do from Superman anime? Possibly. If I can figure that out before tomorrow. Um, but in the meantime, um, I was someone else I had on the list because, uh, she's had a couple comics appearances recently. And I was like, oh, we've never talked about her. Um, is Lilith Clay, aka Omen, um, who is one of the original Teen Titans but one who consistently gets left off that list. She apparently does not have the charisma necessary. She apparently, the thing is, she doesn't have the charisma and she doesn't have the name brand recognition is really what's killing her. Um, But she's a cool character and she has recently had a couple of appearances that maybe go, oh my god, I forgot about Lilith. Um, so let's talk about her. Um, so nope, that's a different tab I had open. Doing good, doing normal. I I would say this is our standard, yes. Yes, yeah. We, we is, are in fact is, doing normal. It, we are doing so very normal. Um, so Lilith was introduced in 1970. Um, she joins the Teen Titans in issue 25 um, of the original Teen Titans run, um, written by uh, Robert Kenai... 
I, this is a guy whose name comes up, and I am never quite sure if I'm saying it right. Can I Iger? Can you Iger? Um, can't. <laughs> Damn. Can, can, can I, can I, can I Iger? Who's to say? Um. We'll find and out. And drawn by Nick Cardi. <laughs> Nick Cardi, very, a name that's very straightforward to pronounce. Thank you. Um, so, uh, her backstory. So she is, uh, the second girl on the team. So the original Titans are, I feel like we've discussed them a lot in this podcast, but the original Titans are Dick Grayson Robin, Donna Troy Wonder Girl, uh, Roy Harper Speedy, Wally West Kid Flash, and Garth Aqualad. Garth, no last name. Garth, no last name. Like Cher. Um, yes. Roy technically joins the team after the others, but he's still counted as one of the founding members. Technically, Donna also joins, but, like, very slightly after the others. Um, I feel like that's kind of like, uh, people are like, yes, Captain America, first first in the Avengers team, and it's like, buddy, he's not there for many issues. <laughs> The Avengers find yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's this guy's deal? But uh, they also, there are some uh, additional additions after them. Um, like uh, Bumblebee is there, I think, uh, on like the 60s team. Uh, Hawk and Dove, original Hawk and Dove. But uh, Lilith is the the first addition outside of the ones that are considered, like, the main five. Um, She is a telepath, um, and she can see the future, which is kind of the primary thing um, that they do with her, um, is uh, she gets future visions of, uh, you know, potential dangers, um, or, you know, supervillain schemes or what have you. Um, her story is that, um, she, with her powers, uh, when she was, like, 13, she telepathically discovered that she was adopted, um, and she ran away from home, to try and find her birth parents. Um, she met Lauren Jupiter. Uh, That's such a name. It's it's a real name. L-O-R-E-N Jupiter. Um, who was uh, the character who was like... He's a, a rich guy who Bruce Wayne knows. And he's bankrolling the original Teen Titans team. I feel like this is, like, I feel like this trope has kind of gone by the wayside. It was, like, so many teams used to have, like, a wealthy sponsor. And I feel like now it's just, like, they just have a rich guy on the team. Yeah. Who handles it. Um, Playing the wealthy sponsor, like, oh, yes, no, I simply sponsor the team. Yeah. Don't worry Um, about it. It also see it it also is a position that is rife for somebody to be secretly evil in. Um Yeah. A la Maxwell I guess Maxwell Lord is kind of the er example of this in a lot of ways. Um maybe the reason you don't see them anymore is because like <laughs> Maxwell the Lord whole messed Maxwell it up for Lord, everybody else. <laughs> Maxwell Lord ruined the whole situation. Wealthy people um, are like, well, we can't be the benefactor of a superhero team. Look at Maxwell Lord. <laughs> look at what happened to Maxwell Lord. Nobody's going to trust us. Um, as far as I know, Lauren Jupiter um, never turns out to be evil, despite this seeming like a position for an evil person and also having a name that kind of sounds like you would be an evil person. <laughs> Either that um, or a drag queen. Yeah, you know, if anyone out there is considering uh, 
getting into drag and you want to take the name Lauren Jupiter, I think that would be a great choice. That would, it would be such a funny drag name because it's such a deep, deep, deep cut <laughs> that only like the slimmest sliver of the Venn diagram of like comics fans and drag enjoyers would be like, Lauren Jupiter. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Like from Teen Titans. <laughs> so, uh, she meets Lauren. Lauren introduces her to the Titans, and she tells them about her powers and asks to join the team. Um, she doesn't get a code name, um, and I don't think she gets a costume necessarily she's always like wearing green but it's not it's kind of just like her outfit it's her favorite color. like it's, <laughs> it's just her favorite color um also she uh you know does not have a very uh well when they emphasize the kind of precognitive aspect she doesn't really have a very like in the field type of power um, it's, uh, more useful for, like, oh, Lilith told us something was gonna happen at this place, so we should go there. And, like, conveniently for her, the name Lilith is a, a very cool name that, like, sounds like a superhero code name. so just yeah. going by Lilith is, like, already pretty cool. Um, so, uh, she joins the team, um, she is present for their original adventures. She is not a huge, like, she doesn't have a whole lot to do, um, because she's a more minor character. She, uh, becomes the founder of the original Titans West, which is, you know, the West Coast she got of tired Titans. of being a, a side character, and she's like, I'm gonna lead my own team. I'm gonna lead my own team of all side characters. Um, when Gnark is introduced, which is a few, not too long after Lilith is first introduced, um, for those who don't know, I know we got really hype about Gnark when he appeared in World's Finest Teen Titans a couple weeks ago. Um, Gnark is a Teen Titans character who is a, a, a caveman, or, or a cave boy. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a Neanderthal teen, uh, who ends up in the present day and joins the Teen Titans. Um, fans of the 2003 cartoon will probably remember him from the episode where I think it's season I think it's season five because they're some of the characters that they're the bazillion characters that they're running around recruiting in season five um where he and Cole get their own spotlight episode in like Antarctica or where maybe it's the North Pole there is somewhere very cold it's very cold, and they all get special costumes for it, and that was my first cosplay. The Robin hoodie. Yes! From that episode. Yes! Oh my god, so good. Um, anyways, in, uh, Gnark's original appearance, the role that Cole kind of fills with him in the cartoon, uh, is instead filled by... Lilith. Um, Lilith is the one who kind of, uh, bonds with him, um, who becomes very close with him, um, who is, like, the most involved in kind of helping him acclimate to, uh, you know, modern society and customs and, like, teaching him English and stuff. Um, and eventually falls in love with him, um, and they start dating, and it is, um, it is funny because she, uh, before this, she is dating original Dove, Don Hall, um, 
who she uh, breaks up with him because she has feelings for Gnark. But you know and what? It's like Dawn is at peace. <laughs> Dawn is at peace. Is the like that's the thing? Is I feel like almost any other person would be like, "Are you dumping me for a caveman?" But Dawn categorically, definitionally, is just chill with stuff. It's like his whole thing. He's like, you know what? That's fair. You know what? I'm I'm Zen, and I hope you're happy. And she's like, thanks. I am. I am. I love my um. I love my caveman boyfriend. Um, not too long after this. Um, the Teen Titans as well as Titans West end up uh dissolving. Um. Oh God! Did somebody throw acid on them? No. <laughs> No, not who would, not physically. Who would do such a thing? Who? I mean, lots of people. Lots of people have probably tried Slayed. to physically dissolve the Teen Titans. Slayed, goddamn you. Um, but no, the the teams disband. There's a word. <laughs> um, no, I mean dissolve works. I'm just being ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, <laughs> um, and. Sort of, uh, like, one of the next time we see Lilith, she and, uh, Gnark have broken up and she doesn't really explain what happens. I hear teens break up all the time. It's fine. I've, I've, I've been told this. Even, you know, cave teens. Um, since the dawn of teens, teens have been breaking up, probably. (laughs) Um, but, uh, when... Gnark made his appearance in uh, this recent World's Finest Teen Titans issue. Lilith was also there with him. Um, and they were working together. It wasn't specified if they were, like, a couple or if they were just, like, you know... Friends. Friends. as Like, yeah, as they've always been, like, very close. Um, but that was fun to kind of see the two of them. I was mostly... <laughs> Mostly, again, I was excited about Gnark because, I mean, I was excited to see Lilith, but I had also seen Lilith recently, so I was like, oh, Lilith's here, that makes sense. But I was like, Gnark? <laughs> out of left <laughs> field. Out of left field. Caveboy Teen Titan Gnark. Uh, she gets a vision um, about Donna ending up uh Donna Troy, who's also, like, uh, the two of them are very close, um, as, like, the first two girls to be on the team. It's like, now these girls are friends. Um, but, uh, Donna at one point is dating Roy, uh, and Lilith gets a vision, um, about Donna at some point in the future being married to a red-headed man and then the man and the child that they have together are both murdered um and donna's like oh no roy's a redhead i don't want to marry him and then have him and our child get murdered so she breaks up with roy and then she dates and marries terry long a normal man who is also a redhead so it's like donna she forgot if or <laughs> you forgot. Or, uh-huh. or she is sacrificing this man so that the prophecy will come true with not Roy. <laughs> She's like, I don't really care if my husband dies. I just don't want Roy to die. And maybe if this happens, then I can marry Roy after. Oh no, it's both of them. Oh no, they both got murdered. I tried to trick fate and fate tricked me. Fate was like, no, absolutely not. I've been yeah. here longer than you. Um, I think in some versions, or Terry does die eventually. I don't know if there's a version where he gets murdered. Because I think originally he dies in a car crash, which would not really be a fully accurate vision. 
Um, but it's possible that later they retcon it to be like, oh, she just had a vision of her husband dying. Um, but it's a, a complicated, complicated little bit of Donna Troy's history. Um, not the most complicated bit of Donna Troy's history, though, far, by far. Far, 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 far <laughs> from the most complicated bit of Donna Troy's history, for sure. Do you think Lilith, like, saw stuff about Donna Troy and was like, I'm not even touching that? <laughs> I'm, you know what, I don't even know how to begin to parse this. I don't know. I'm not going to tell her about it because I don't even know how to describe any of it. So she's just going to have to figure this all out as it comes. <laughs> um, Lilith, why didn't you warn me? Well, you know, how can I warn somebody about hand wave? All of that. All of that. I please would love for you to tell me. Um, there is a Raven storyline where um Lilith gets possessed by. Azar, who is uh, one of the beings who gives Raven her powers. Yeah, yeah, Azareth, Metreon, Zinthos, we all get it. Yeah, we all know them. We've all seen 2003 Teen Titans. We've all seen 2003 Teen Titans here. Um, (laughs) Honestly, if you're listening to this podcast... And you haven't seen 2003 Teen Titans, you should stop and go watch it. And then you'll be like, oh, I understand everything about these two people. <laughs> Just like, mm, y'all watch this at a formative time, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, so Lilith gets possessed for a little while and tries to do this ritual to uh, cleanse Raven's soul. And then I think just gets unpossessed afterwards. Um, there's also a pretty strange plotline that goes like unexplained for a little bit, where she starts getting uh like fire kind of powers. Like she's not quite on fire, but she's like glowing and emitting heat. Um, and they, no, not this guy. Um, they initially think it's because of, who is it? Is it, uh, is this right? Okay, yeah, there's a character named Azriel who is unrelated to the Azriel who is, um, the, like, edgy 90s replacement Batman when Batman gets his back broken. I think we did an Azrael episode at some point. There's another I character that he was Asriel. in the roundup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um there's another character named Azrael who uh was and I can't blame them because Azrael's like a cool name, but he was a member of the Teen Titans, um, and not a, a very, very little is known or explained about him, except for the fact that uh, when he has wings, he's, like, kind of fixated on Lilith. Um, he, uh, or initially the Titans think that he's the one causing Lilith's powers to go weird for her to get these new fire powers, and they're like, we gotta get rid of this guy because he's making Lilith's powers go all weird. And then Lilith's like, no, he was actually doing it before he showed up. Um, You know, while I, like, wasn't on the team. Don't know why. (laughs) And then, uh, ultimately, it's revealed that uh, Lilith's mother is a mythological figure named... Thea, um, who was imprisoned by the Olympian gods, um, and escaped and started, uh, (laughs) have to read this sentence. 
Um, she went mad, seducing and murdering wealthy and powerful men in order to gain their wealth and power, as well as spawn many children to do her bidding. God forbid women do anything. <laughs> I don't know if that's an insanity. No, it seems like, it, it seems, <laughs> comics love to say people went mad when, um, they're just doing things that are kind of frowned upon. <laughs> um... Like, is it moral? No. Is no. it crazy? You shouldn't do no. that. Um, so Lilith is uh, Thea's daughter. Um, the- her father was a wealthy, powerful man. Um, and Thea uh, had sex with him, got pregnant, and then the next morning burned the man to death. Well, uh, and took his company, um, and then just, like, gave Lilith over to a nanny who ended up putting her up for adoption, I assume? (laughs) Um, The nanny's like, this kid shouldn't be raised in this household. (laughs) This is not a, a stable parental figure to have. The nanny knows um, exactly what, like, th- the the police are fooled, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The nanny knows exactly what happened and was like, I gotta get this kid out of here. Yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go. Um, so this leads into, you know, a whole thing where they have to fight Thea, um, and, like, team work together with the Greek gods. Ultimately, they defeat her, and then Zeus asks Lilith if she wants to ascend to demigodhood, and she says yes, and just goes to live on Mount Olympus, um, with the gods, uh, and that's, um, that's the late 80s, right before Crisis, um, and then once Crisis happens, they're kind of like, that was a really weird choice <laughs> to make. Um, cause it is, cause I mean, like, it's cool, uh, but this is a character who has not really had any sort of mythological associations besides being friends with Donna Troy. Um, it really feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere. So they, uh, Lilith doesn't show up for a while. Post-crisis, they establish Thea as, like, a different character who is, uh, not evil and doesn't go around murdering men and also is, like, you know, alive and well. So, pretty much just just retconning that whole thing, um, out of existence. Don't worry Um, about it. Yeah. She shows up a little bit in, like, the late 80s, early 90s. Um, there's, like, a couple of flashbacks, and she, like, shows up to, like, help the Teen Titans with a couple things, but she's, like, not really around. Um, and then in 1996, um, they start a... New Teen Titans series where, uh, Lauren Jupiter is back and trying to assemble a new team of Teen Titans and helping him out, um, going around kind of, uh, communicating with these, these new potential members is a mysterious cloaked figure called Omen, um... And it's like, hi, I'm Omen. Do you want to join my team? And everybody's like, uh... <laughs> I'm not uh, sure with the, the vibes you're giving me. Are, is, are you a good Omen or a bad o- Like, what? Your, your name is Omen. very ambiguous. <laughs> I have a wealthy benefactor. Still ambiguous. Still, yeah, that could really go a lot of different ways. Um... So, eventually, Omen is revealed to be, uh, Lilith. 
uh, she's captured by this villain called Hayes. Um, and Hayes reveals that Lilith is Omen. Um, and also that, uh, Lilith is, in fact, Lauren Jupiter's daughter. Um, but I thought Lauren Jupiter could, couldn't be because her her father was killed by her mother and then crisis happened and anything could be possible anything anything could be possible at this point um so this is the new backstory she's lauren jupiter's <laughs> daughter um lauren jupiter's like i just want my daughter to have friends yeah <laughs> please teens um, with superpowers be friends with my daughter <laughs> uh and Hayes reveals that, uh, he is, um, they're half-siblings, and that Hayes is also Lauren Jupiter's son, and, uh, Lauren left Hayes and Hayes' mother, and then went and had Lilith, and then presumably left her Two, and I'm not sure what happened to her mother in this version of the story. So I guess Lauren Jupiter is, like, maybe not a great dude, but not, like, evil, like, supervillain evil. But, uh, Hayes now hates Lauren Jupiter and also hates Lilith because he's like, also, it's your fault that he left. <laughs> She's like, like, I... How? I... 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 What are you talking about? <laughs> so he's trying to uh, kill their dad, destroy the Teen Titans because, like, his their father is, you know, sponsoring them, kill Lilith, uh, presumably. Um, the Teen Titans defeat him, uh, and Lilith joins up with the team properly. Now, with, like, some new powers that she didn't really have before, um, where she is telekinetic and she can create illusions, um, which I get, like, could either be, like, new powers she discovered while she was not part of the Teen Titans, or, like, it's post-crisis, post we can <laughs> just say she has, yeah, different powers. We need to make her more interesting and more able to go on missions. <laughs> yes. And they're also like, oh, now she has um, trouble tuning out other people's thoughts, which is a fun telepath thing that I like. So Always she has fun. these, yeah, she has these like dissociative episodes because of the toll this takes on her, which I also think is fun. <laughs> um,. I love, um, I love when psychics have capital P problems. <laughs> just like, wow, I'm uncomfortable in cities because it's loud, not just physically, also mentally. Yes. Um, so she stays with this team, um, up through the early 2000s. Again, she's, like, kind of a minor part. Um, she at one point gets, like, kidnapped by Vandal Savage and is, like, use your powers to psychically determine, like, the ultimate team that will destroy the Teen Titans. Um, <laughs> and Lilith is like, okay, but she picks people who would technically be capable of destroying the Teen Titans, but who she knows aren't going to get along um, <laughs> so the team doesn't work very well. Uh, so good job on that so one. Every every time she names a name, Vandal Savage is like, yes, 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 you're doing it right. You've picked very powerful people. And she's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like yep. arguments immediately. Everybody yeah. storms out. It's like, oh, no, who could have known this would happen? Oh, no. Um... In the event, um, Graduation Day, which is, like, a, uh, Teen Titans Young Justice crossover event, because this is the early 2000s, the Young Justice era, um, the Titans and the Young Justice 
basically uh, are attacked by a, a series of events leads to them being attacked by uh, an evil Superman android. Um, and the android kills both Lilith and Donna. Um, rude. Yeah, very rude. Uh, and this is like a little bit, <laughs> this is a little bit messed up to me because, I mean, not really because this is, you know, what happens when one character is way more popular than another. But like, graduation day is like always cited as like the event where Donna Troy dies. Um, and <laughs> I feel like Lilith's death is like hardly ever mentioned. So I'm like, oh, poor Lilith. Um, and after that, um, she doesn't really show up for the rest of the 2000s. Like, she gets, as is tradition with, I mean, she comes back in Blackest Night, <laughs> obviously, but briefly. Um, and she's also, like, briefly resurrected by Brother Blood, um, but not real, just as, like, a, a part of one storyline, um, not, like, to stay around. Brother Blood's like, watch this. Necromancy. Look what I can do. Um, and, uh, then in New 52, things, uh, things get so complicated in New 52 in terms of the Teen Titans and whether or not they know each other. Um, <laughs> they introduce possibly a new version of Lilith. It's like, she's a character who is called both Lilith and Omen and has telepathic powers, but, uh, looks and acts completely different from Lilith. She, uh, is working for an evil organization, uh, and her eyes are sewn shut which is very spooky um why would they do that to her why would they do that to her and i it's possible i i think at some point they also introduce original lilith and it's just like oh yeah this is just another telepath who goes by both lilith and omen um for I funsies guess. the the thing about new 52 that has, like, been established in recent years is people were like, I think maybe it was Gail Simone who did an interview where people were like, why did it seem like none of the people, like, doing the New 52 books, like, were in communication or, like, had established what was canon and what was not? And Gail Simone was like, oh, because nobody was in communication and nobody had established what was canon and what was not. <laughs> it's like, oh... Yeah, okay. That does explain it, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, there's a uh, storyline called Titan's Hunt that's sort of like br like bridging between Flashpoint and Rebirth because like it's like about the Titans realizing that they've like lost their memories of each other. Um... And they all forgot that Wally existed, which is why Wally didn't exist in New 52. It's because he got erased from everybody's memories or something. Honestly, just because... rude. Yeah, again, my beloved boy who has suffered more than Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ only died once. Yeah. You know how many times Wally West has died? A lot. Um... It's also in revealed in like this version that Wally and Lilith dated at some point and then broke up at some point, which it's like, well, that's fine. That seems nice for them. Um, they, uh, but yeah, so she shows up as part of Titans Hunt as like all of the original Teen Titans like remember, like start regaining their memories. Um, and just oh shit my best friend yeah oh damn oh, fuck. yeah uh and it's revealed that since then she's been uh working as like a counselor helping people with like addiction problems um and she's kind of uh 
checking in with Roy to make sure he's all right. Um, which ties in to what's going on now, where, uh, very recently in, uh, the event Lazarus Planet, um, a bunch of people got their superpowers messed with or got, like, new superpowers, um, and one of the people was Power Girl, um, who is going through kind of a reimagining, and her power now has, like, a psychic, telepathic kind of element to it, um, so Lilith, who is working as, like, a counselor, psychic therapist, um, is, like, suggest to Power Girl that, like, the two of them can work together, um, and basically <laughs> Lilith can, you know, counsel people, well, specifically superheroes. The idea is that specifically being, like, doing superhero therapy, I think. They need therapy. Um, they need it so bad! Um, the idea is that Lilith can counsel people about what's going on, and then as they kind of talk through their issues, Power Girl is able to, like, project into their mindscapes and, like, Punch the trauma. Fight. Yeah. She punches their trauma. She physically fights manifestations of whatever issues they're experiencing. Um, and, uh, that is, they did, like, a, there was a backup story about this in Action Comics that Leah Williams was writing, and I think they might be doing, I think they're also doing, like, an ongoing series, um, about it, so that is, uh, where Lilith is now. She has a, uh, a very cool look. Um, it's like this kind of, like her, you know, signature green, um, but also like, uh, like a green and black sleek looking kind of costume, um, and a fun new haircut. And, uh, she looks really cool. So I am happy for her after, you know, a, uh, uh, a long, long time, a long time of being kind of in the obscure character trenches. So love that, love that for her. I'm um, proud of her. I'm proud of her. Did you have uh, anything else you wanted? Oh, and she also, as we said, was recently in um, an issue of World's Finest Teen Titans as like a flashback. Well. It's complicated because World's Finest Teen Titans is, like, retelling Teen Titans, but, like, mostly set in the present day. Um, but, like, a flashback to, you know, a, a teen Lilith. Anyways, did you have anything else that you wanted to discuss? Uh, I haven't read any comics, but I did see the Blue Beetle movie this morning, <gasps> and that was yes! delightful. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, I love the Reyes family. I'm very excited. Maybe after I get back from trip, I can see it. Um, I I did as soon as the credits started rolling. I'm like, okay, I have to take notes because if Olivia does watch this within the next month, that's probably what our bonus episode is yeah, going to be yeah, about yeah, for yeah, September. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, it's fresh in my head. Write down your thoughts. Write down your yes. thoughts. Um. I also saw a movie this morning, um, but I went to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, because that came out earlier, so I was a little bit worried about it leaving theaters sooner before I would get the chance. Um, that makes sense. So, which, I, I mean, it's also kind of relevant because it was originally a comic book. Um, yeah. And the TMNT movie looked very was comic booky. It was never part of my childhood because my mom, um, I think she got a little burned out being a preschool teacher for several <laughs> decades while the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were extremely popular. Yeah. <laughs> She's the like, thing I already 
I already have these dang turtles in my classroom. They do not need to be in my home. Yeah. The thing about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is that, like, there is pretty much always some version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, happening somewhere. It's like there was an 80s cartoon, there was, like, the movies, there was an early 2000s cartoon, there was, like, a 2012 cartoon. It's like every generation gets one. Um, I also, this is a total sidebar, I also didn't grow up with it. I, um, watched the 2012 cartoon and the Bad Michael Bay movies while I was in college, um, (laughs) because I have a good friend who did grow up with them and was really, really into them and was like, this cartoon is really good and these movies aren't that good, but Will Arnett's in them. So I was like, well, okay. Um, well, if Will, not, if Will Arnett's there, then of course. Who am I to say no? Uh, but I am very attached. And that movie was also, the new movie was also very, very good. Um, I did read some comics. Um, let me, what... They're too far away for me to get them and reference them because my room is a mess because I'm getting ready to go on vacation. Um, But I picked up Realm of X, which is one of the new X-Men books that is about uh, magic, uh, Danny Moonstar, Dust, Curse, Typhoid Mary, and Marrow. Um... After the fall of X, Hellfire Gala stuff, getting transported to uh, Vanaheim and dealing with uh, being in a strange mystical fantasy world with some sort of uh, mysterious prophecy about them. Um, This is not the first time that the New Mutants... Danny's like, oh yeah, I've been on a weird transportative quest before. This is fine. Yeah. No, Danny Danny seems the most to be like, oh, this is happening, huh? Um, She's like, oh, this happened to us all the fucking time. God damn it, I became a Valkyrie that one time. Um, but, uh, I also- She's like, oh, my Valkyrie powers would have come in handy here. Yeah, too bad I've been busy being a mutant. Um... I also picked up the first issue of Immortal Thor, which is a new Thor series written by um, Al Ewing. I don't, I don't think it's something I'm going to keep up with necessarily because I don't read a lot of Thor comics, but I like Al Ewing and I wanted to see what the vibe was. Um, and the vibe was very good. Um, it's very, very cool comic. Um, very kind of, uh, gender-fucky-looking Loki appearance. Um, there's also, there's a moment where it's, like, Thor's, uh, in Asgard talking to, um, like, a couple of the warriors three. Or maybe all three of them are there. Um, and, uh, they're, like, someone mentions Loki, and Loki just kind of, like, poofs in. They're like, ah, Loki! And Loki goes, I've been here the whole time! And I'm like, is that Sam Reich Game Changer? Or is that just a coincidence? <laughs> because I know that's a thing people say. But also, it's like, I feel like Game Changer has been so popular recently that I'm like, is that Game Changer reference? Sorry, I'm looking um, at this Loki, and I'm just like, hmm... Yeah, I, I, like, I, 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 mm, I have enough cosplayers. I have enough cosplayers. <laughs> I have enough of them. <laughs> I said the words Loki looks very gender fucking, and Briar just typed like Loki twenty twenty three immortal. No, Thor. I, I did immortal Thor Loki, and it's just like immortal Thor number two first look preview, and I'm like, there he is. I've been here the whole um, time. <laughs> great. Great, great, great. Um, there, there were a couple other things I bought, but I haven't read them yet, so I don't remember what they are. So maybe I'll read them <laughs> before tomorrow, and then you'll hear about them in next week's episode. Um, but I think that's all for now. 
thank you for joining us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I usually say that. I guess you'll hear that again at the end. Um, if you want to keep up with us online, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, Facebook, just at Capes and Japes. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. Um, as alluded to earlier, uh, we recorded a bonus episode a couple days ago where I um, updated Briar on what's going on with the X-Men. Um, but I did have two glasses of mead before I did it. <laughs> so um, if that is something you're interested in hearing, um, maybe think about uh, subscribing to the Patreon. And there's also a lot of other bonus episodes on there too. So even if that's not something you're interested in hearing, maybe subscribe to it anyways. Um, we have a Discord server if you want to join us on there and chat with us. Um, we, oh, I usually say those in a different order. Wow, I'm all discombobulated. Um, if you want to help out the show in other ways, leaving a rating and review is very appreciated. Telling a friend about the show if you think they might be interested in it. And just coming back and joining us, as you've done once again. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. I have been Briar, and as always, I'm still looking at pictures of Loki. I'm still just... <laughs> Here I am. Yes. As, as we say every episode, I'm still looking at pictures of Loki. <laughs> Maybe one of these days we'll stop. <laughs> Truly. I just... Mm, it's the same... It's the same mm. outfit as Agent of Loki, but, like, tattered. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you feel normal okay, about okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. I gotta... Good, good night. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs>